Hey, this is your host, Jeremiah Latimo, and this is Gates of Perception. The totality of the universe is it's just perception. And uh, it's how we perceive things. And uh, there are no facts, only interpretations. The, the psychical events are facts, are realities. And when you observe the stream of images within, you observe an aspect of the world, of the world within. And so, you see, the man who is going by the external world, by the influences of the external world, say, society or perceptions, sense perceptions, thinks that he, he is more valid. Don't relate yourself to any person, anything, any idea. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And if this is not your first time listening, thank you so much for supporting. Thank you so much for being here and continuing to listen. So today I wanted to answer the question of why do I keep recycling terrible relationships? Even after knowing where it's going to lead me, even after knowing how the story ends, So through that, I'm going to share how the people you attract are always a match to your level of emotional maturity and the state of your nervous system and why it's actually impossible to date up, to date people more emotionally mature than you. And this other thing that's called trauma reenactment and how that plays a part. And last but not least, you on some level may be being dishonest with yourself so let's jump into it so the reason we attract a certain kind of person a certain kind of relationship is because on some level that person matches and mirrors our level of maturity right so usually that's on a emotional level like i process anger sadness and fear on this plane of maturity and this person also does that in a similar way right based on their own unique experiences we kind of match each other on an emotional level and this is the reason i'm going to attract these kind of people so when i let's say emotionally level up i then can't tolerate that level of immaturity anymore because the only reason i'm able to tolerate that level of immaturity that person getting angry at me for being triggered by something they did or that person you know not being able to hold space for my frustration my disappointment or my criticism they're mirroring me on some level right so i'm tolerating that because on some level i do that with myself that's where i'm at in my journey when it comes to being able to cope and deal with difficult emotions that's where i'm at but I no longer become capable of tolerating that. I no longer become capable of welcoming that experience because I've been able to meet myself there now. So I'm able to actually sit with those difficult emotions. I have a different relationship with sadness, fear, anger. I then meet them with understanding. I then meet them with the compassion and I've leveled up. So the people that still do that, the people that still embody that level of immaturity, right? Because now I can see it as immaturity. I can see it as like, whoa, like this person really doesn't know how to hold space for themselves. This person is really doesn't have a baseline of safety emotionally with themselves, right? So now I then can see that 
because I've leveled up. I've moved on from that lesson. I've moved on from having that kind of relationship with myself. So now I'm in a different state. I'm in a different space. So I can't tolerate somebody gaslighting me. I can't tolerate somebody invalidating my experience. I can't tolerate somebody being afraid of being intimate and being vulnerable with me, right? Because now I'm ready for that experience. I've expanded my capacities. So where are my capacities? So this is why our capacities are reflected within the state of our nervous system. Are you open to intimacy? But the question really isn't a the question isn't for your conscious mind to answer. It's for your nervous system to respond to. So it's saying, oh, I'm open to intimacy. But then it feels overwhelming to your nervous system because you haven't gotten to the space where you can expand your capacities for that kind of intimacy. So you may be only be able to meet people on an intimate level to where you're discussing similar interests. Right. And that's where you are. And that's the level of intimacy that you can handle. That's the level of intimacy that you can actually welcome and tolerate because it's not overwhelming. Like, oh, we're talking about um, we have similar interests and we're building on that, right? We have similar goals in life. And now I feel the level of connection and chemistry with this person. But when you level up, you then look at that and you're like, whoa, that was kind of superficial. Like, I only fucked with that person because we both had the same lifestyle. I only like that person and resonate with them because we both read the same books. That's kind of superficial. Now I'm expanding my capacities to meet people that don't have the same interest in me, but we actually share the same values, right? So now I can meet people that carry diff different opinions, that ones that may oppose me, but I've expanded my capacities to meet that because I know at their heart, at the center of who they are, we share the same values. So what's happening inside of me is my nervous system is expanding. It's expanding its capacities, right? So now that is not overwhelming to meet people with opposing opinions. It's not overwhelming to my nervous system. So I then level up on an emotional level. But when we don't take that time to expand our capacities, what's happening is that it's similar to us looking to download an app on our iPhones. It's look, it's similar to us looking to record a 10 minute video of us out with our friends. When our storage is full, we're going to get an abrupt message in the middle of recording that video or in the midst of downloading that app that says, hey, you don't have enough storage. So what do we usually do is like, okay, what can I clear out? What can I delete? Where can I, what app can I you know, remove that I'm not using anymore so that I can expand my storage? so that I can then be able to record this 10 minute video so I can download this app that I really wanna use. So what we're doing is essentially just expanding our capacities. But we need to realize that when we're trying to welcome in new love, when we're trying to welcome in new experiences, when we're trying to welcome deeper intimacy, there are things that we need to clear out because if that experience feels overwhelming on some level, we won't be able to receive it. We won't be able to accept it. We'll even deny it. We'll have a good friend or easeful relationship and we'll start to sabotage it because what we're saying to ourselves is this joy is overwhelming. So I need to get this out of my space. So when we expand our capacities, we go to the parts of us that feel overwhelmed. So we allow ourselves to feel more spacious in those aspects of ourselves and say, what do I need here in this moment? Or what pain do I need to address? whatever it is that we need to explore to expand our capacities because what we're doing is we're making room because if there's 
old hurt, if there's old wounds bleeding in from the past, that takes up a lot of space. That takes up a lot of space in the present moment, right? I'm in the present moment with a lot of things that I'm carrying over from past experiences, from past relationships. I'm not allowing room for all of that love that is now here in this moment with this relationship, with this person, with this event or this job. It's like me walking into a house and there's already shit in there. Like I have a bunch of new furniture I want to bring in, but there's already stuff in here. So it's like, wait, I need to get this couch out of here. I need to get this fridge out of here. I need to get these curtains out of here, right? So we create room for these things that we want. And that's by allowing us to go to the places that we don't want to see, going to the places that we've avoided, going to the pain that we've avoided and neglected and finding the ways that we can create room, right? when we can expand our capacities. So by doing that, we actually then welcome in different experiences, then welcome in new relationships that don't reflect the old ones. But when we don't have the room to receive that kind of love, we haven't created the space to receive that kind of love, then what happens is we then settle for breadcrumbs. We settle for the bare minimum. We settle for people that don't honor our boundaries because it's not a reflection of them. I mean, it is on some level, but it's more of a, it's pointing us to ourselves and telling us, well, this is where you're at. This is what your nervous system can handle. Anything else than anything greater than that, anything more than that, anything deeper than that is going to be overwhelming for you. You know, so even if we see the universe as our parent or our father, it will never give us something that we can't handle. So it's understanding like, okay, like if I'm not welcoming in relationships that are fulfilling and validating and enriching in that way, then it means on some level, I can't handle that. I can't handle that level of joy. I can't handle that level of intimacy right now. So that brings me to the next thing is that you can't actually date up or attract somebody that's emotionally more mature than you. Because we, on some level, always go to where we're going to be valued, right? So I go to spaces where I'm going to be valued. My experience is going to be valued. My wisdom is going to be valued. The things that I've learned are going to be valued. This actually happened to me. I was in a space to where I was emotionally more mature than somebody that was interested in me. And I realized that there was nothing they could offer me. Literally nothing they could offer to my experience. There was nothing they could bring to my experience because everything they were learning and unlearning was things that I had already developed from. So I realized there was nothing there for me. Like, what am I, what am I going to do here? Emotionally mature people can't date down. Like they can't go somewhere they aren't going to receive value from. I'm comparing the time with this person with the time with myself. And actually it looks no different. I'm only going to be bringing value to the, to the space. I'm only going to be bringing value to the relationship, but I won't feel that level of reciprocity on the terms of like value and experiences and just wisdom. All that to say is people can't really date up because the person that's on that level, the person that's on that level of maturity isn't going to find value from that relationship. And you as that person on that level of maturity, right? That level of immaturity, aren't actually going to want that experience because you're not going to be valued in that relationship. So you go where you're going to be valued, which is somebody who has matches your emotional maturity. 
so let's say we have this relationship where one person is more emotionally mature than the other person. What's going to happen is in that relationship, only one of them is really going to grow, right? And it's either going to be the one that's not emotionally mature or the person that is emotionally mature. But either way, there's not going to be a companionship. There's not going to be, hey, the challenges you're facing, I'm also facing and we're growing together, right? It's like, oh, the challenges you're facing, I already grew beyond. Or the challenges you're facing, I'm not even at the level to understand right now. So it's understanding that in relationships, two people grow together. But when the emotional maturity isn't a match, one is greater than the other, then there's not going to be, there's not going to be a level of equality. There's not going to be a level of reciprocity that it can actually be matched. Because one person is giving the other person something that they can't give them. And this isn't even from a place of compatibility. It's just from a place of like, this is completely incompatible. Because neither one of them can grow from each other's experience. Only one of them can grow from each other's experience. So that makes them completely incompatible. So this is why we can't date up. But you can level up your maturity. You can level up yourself. You can expand your nervous system's capacities for love and intimacy so that brings me to another point is that one of the biggest signs of somebody with unprocessed trauma is that they reenact their trauma so they also walk into situations they walk into relationships that mirror their last relationship that mirror the lessons they've already rationalized understood and seen Right. So I already know that if I date this person that looks like this, moves like this, speaks to me like this, has these red flags, I'm probably going to walk out that situation the same way I walked out the last one, which is emotional damage, low self-esteem, toxic self-blame, right? Heartbroken, really, and abandoning myself throughout that whole process. This is how the movie ends. This is how the story goes. I clearly know that. Let's say after two of these relationships, I clearly understand that. But I walk back into the same situation again, right? I can I convince myself that there's something new about this experience. This person doesn't look like the last person I dated. I'm like, mm, no, this, you know, he's he's a lot kinder. You know, she's a little bit different. She 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 has all her things together. She has her life put together. That person didn't. Right. I'm like holding on to the differences, right? Quote unquote differences that I can sense and pick up on. But that person, they may be different on some level, but the energy, right? The energy, the power dynamics, all of that is very similar. The communication, the level of immaturity is very similar. The state of my nervous system is the same. So what makes me think that I attracted something new here? Right. But I'm going to I'm going to ignore all of that. I'm going to ignore all of the facts. I'm going to ignore all of the truths that I can sit with and help me move into something different. So one of the reasons I'm ignoring all of that is because on some level I'm reenacting my trauma. I'm walking right into situations that I know are going to make me anxious, stressed out, are going to make me question myself, are going to make me doubt who I am and lose trust with myself. Why? So on some level, I'm reenacting trauma. And why am I reenacting trauma then? Because the thing is, when we reenact trauma, we reenact traumatic experiences or dynamics that we had when we were younger. One, maybe we were powerless. One, maybe where we were neglected, abused, or even had a codependent relationship where we were enmeshed with a certain caregiver. 
that is a traumatic experience because on some level we're denying ourselves we feel abused we feel neglected we feel the annihilation of our boundaries that's traumatic trauma isn't stored in an event it's stored in our nervous system so that stays with us so what's happening is then when we reenact trauma we feel like we have some power and control over the situation because we chose to reenact it from the level of our own sovereignty and free will we chose to reenact that relationship again we chose to repeat that dynamic again so now there's some level of power and control that we do have now from that we feel like we're actually mastering some lesson here we actually feel like the pain is actually becoming more tolerable it's easier to live with because if i reenact if i repeat it over and over and over and over again that pain of being neglected that pain of being abused that pain of having my boundaries annihilated my needs disowned and neglected i can bear that pain if i continue to repeat it a couple more times it becomes more tolerable for me but this is not a sustainable way to heal it's not, it's not actually even a way to heal so the way we heal is then we assume we assume responsibility we start to take action that reflects the love we want to embody for ourselves that requires to come to a deep place of honesty so that brings me to my next point is that we're not really honest with where we're at on some level we're in a state of denial because it's easy to say i want healthy love i want an empowering relationship i want easeful friendships right it's easy to say that but then when we look at how we're interacting in the world how we're showing up in our relationships and we're entertaining unavailable people we're staying in communication with exes that hurt us deeply we're not creating space to feel the things we once avoided what is that communicating that is saying that we aren't ready for healthy love we aren't ready for a love that's easeful we aren't ready for friendships that are easy because we we aren't doing the work to meet that we aren't doing the work to receive that so that's honest that's honesty that's saying wow i want these things but i'm not embodying it i'm not expressing that my actions do not reflect that and i need to accept that i need to be honest with myself on some level and say i'm not embodying the things that i would like to receive from other people i'm not embodying the love i wish to receive from those around me i don't have the relationship with myself that i want to have with somebody else that's honesty and from that honesty we then find clarity on what we need to do what actions we need to take how we can improve on ourselves and then from there we start to rewrite the story we start to rewrite the love story and then we start to attract different experiences because on some level we've accepted where we're at so when we're dishonest is also we're denying where we're at because we can't accept that oh my god i'm still entangled in these traumatic experiences i've tried so bad to tuck away to spiritually bypass so it's just being okay with those experiences being okay with where we're at and coming to that place of acceptance because only from that place can we start to change the things that were that's aren't resonating with us anymore right every experience is here to just ask you does this still resonate with you and if it doesn't then what are you going to do to make sure it does 
What actions are you going to take to put, place yourself in a space to where things do resonate with you? Your reality does resonate with you. Your friendships resonate with you and where you're at in yourself. So from that place inside of ourselves, change is definitely possible. Change is instant, really, because we are honest. And when we're not honest, change is definitely not possible. When we're in denial, change is definitely not possible. Because what we're going to see is just things that are constantly pointing us to the things we're dishonest about, to the things we're avoiding. And that's these terrible relationships that we demonize after we walk out of them, right? We demonize the person, we dehumanize them and call them all the, all the names, all the names in the world. And we're like, oh my God, how did, I, how did I not see it? How did I not see it? And place all the responsibility on the other person. But forget our whole part in that entanglement, right? Forget our sovereignty and our free will in choosing that experience. So that requires honesty. That requires us to move out of the state of denial to actually see that, wait, I don't even know I'm in denial right now. I haven't even known I'm in denial because I've been denying my own experience and placing it on the other, placing the weight of that responsibility on the other, the world, my circumstances, my childhood, my parents, everybody else but me. How can I create change from that place? How can I create change from that seat of understanding? So thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you have anything to add to the conversation, please feel free to message me on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and let me know. And if you really resonated with this episode and you know somebody else that would, feel free to share it with them. Leave a review if you've been enjoying some of the episodes I've been sharing. And I will see you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. And I wish you a beautiful night or wonderful morning. Peace.